0: So the Bucs will be without the face of their franchise. Jameis Winston, the Bucks' quarterback, former number one overall pick, will be suspended three games to start the 2018 season after the league has found him in violation of the NFL's player conduct policy. This stemming from an eight-month investigation into allegations that he groped a female Uber driver back in March of 2016. We'll discuss that, as well as Tom Jones' column, which says... The Bucks should move on from Jameis Winston, that this is quite enough. They should go another direction. So all that and more in this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Before we get started on this podcast, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Continental Wholesale Diamonds. So you found your soulmate. Congratulations are in order. Your head is probably swimming, not just about the engagement, but how about the wedding ring? Well, I got you hooked up, folks. You got to see my friend Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. That's where they have the greatest selection of engagement and wedding rings. You're going to see brilliant diamonds in every cut imaginable, loose as well as mounted to precious metals. The choices available range from classic and traditional to unique and on trend. And the best thing of all, wholesale prices with no pressure. That's the key. You know, when you go to the shopping mall, you get the big overhead, you're going to pay major prices. When you come into Continental Wholesale Diamonds, my friend Andy's going to pour you a scotch. He's going to help you with whatever catches your eye, and he's going to work within your budget. That's right. So whatever you can spend, he's going to find the best diamond for you. Plus, you're going to learn a lot about diamonds. You're going to learn about the four C's of diamonds. He's going to make sure that he matches that perfect wedding ring or engagement ring to your fiance. It's Continental Wholesale Diamonds, that's why you're paying wholesale prices. It's where I shop, and you should too. They're at 1715 Northwestern Boulevard, Suite 150, right next to the Penthouse Club. So the word finally came down uh, late yesterday, I guess it was. And, you know, the league has not officially notified Winston, although obviously there's been lots of conversation between uh, the NFL and Jameis's representatives and and Winston himself. So they expect that to happen maybe as early as Friday. He is going to be suspended for three games. And, in fact, it could become more games unless he completes certain undisclosed stipulations uh, that the league will impose upon him. Now, we can speculate that really, on just a minute, but this is really one of the, the worst-case scenarios that the Bucks had feared is that they lose their starting quarterback at the beginning of a season. Now, here's what it means for Winston. Of course, he's going to have to uh, eventually stay away from all team activities. Now, he will be able to report to training camp, participate fully in that. He will be able to participate in all four preseason games, but now the Bucks have to turn to Ryan Fitzpatrick, their 35-year-old backup, and Ryan Griffin as a possible number two uh, for the first three games of the season at the very least. And let, let me tell you, these are not easy games, okay? The Bucks open at New Orleans. They come home against the Philadelphia Eagles, the defending world champions the next week for their home opener. And then they have a Monday night football game at Raymond James Stadium against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even under the best of scenarios, the Bucks would not be favored probably in any of those games. Now they're going to be without their quarterback. And why? Well, this is just another problem in a long line of problems that Winston has faced off the field. But it's the first time that it's actually going to cost him during his NFL career. You know, the timing of this suspension is bad because it means that Winston, if he comes back in week four, would play just one home game in the first nine weeks of the season, and four of his first five games after the suspension would come on the road. There, um, you know, he'd be eligible to play the September 30th game at Chicago. Uh, you know, the one thing, I guess, if there's a, if there's a silver lining for him is that he doesn't have a big contract this year in terms of base salary. It's only $705,000. So he loses just about 124, 125 grand. That certainly would be much higher next season if he plays under the fifth-year club option of nearly $21 million. So a savings there. But that's not the point. I mean, look, this is a big, big disappointment for the Buccaneers. And, you know, there was a lot of back and forth on Twitter today. Let's, let's straighten out a few things, okay? One, there was this perception that, well, Winston might just get one game. Um, it, it certainly was always going to be more than that. In my opinion, and and again, we can debate guilt or innocence and due process, but I want to explain something about how the NFL goes about the what they do and why they do it. But in general, there was this feeling that well, uh, I had read you know it's because he didn't report the incident, and that's that's the biggest thing. It's not. In terms of reporting, there was no requirement of players to report until December of that year. This occurred, you know, many, many months before in, in March. So it wasn't even the players' responsibility. But not to mention, uh, all that really there was to report is that his Uber account had been suspended at the time of the incident. The Bucks found out about it in November when the driver made the complaint to the NFL and they responded by saying they would open an investigation, that's when they were informed, that's when Winston was informed, and that's when there was a BuzzFeed article that quoted an anonymous Uber driver extensively saying that Winston uh, was the lone passenger in a car that night in Scottsdale, Arizona at 2 a.m. in the morning, and that at a Mexican restaurant, he reached over and Assaulted her, grabbed her between between the legs, and and it was something that she reported contemporaneously to her employer. Uh, Uber then uh, suspended his account. They left a voicemail message on. Yeah, on his phone, and basically nothing ever happened after that in terms of Winston trying to uh, to resolve that issue. So, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about due process and how can the NFL, you know, suspend these guys when there's no criminal charge, there's absolutely no civil charge. Well you got to read the player conduct policy. I've been saying this from the beginning. It's very broad and deliberately so. And it's something that the NFL players have agreed to. It's something that they have collectively bargained. They have given the commissioner in the league the right to impose penalties, the right uh, to investigate these things. In this case... There wasn't an opportunity for Jameis or his representatives to face his accuser. There was conflicting testimony. We know Ronald Darby, his former FSU teammate, um, who was also present during the first allegation of, against him at Florida State of uh, you know of sexual uh, misconduct. He claimed that he was in the back seat of that car. Um, the driver said there was no other passengers, that Jameis was the lone passenger in the front seat, and that he acted poorly. From the beginning, rest assured because we got a lot of comments today about how, you know, the NFL had no evidence. Well, first of all, we don't know what their evidence is no one has seen the report at some point uh what they have prepared and it, and it is completed will be provided to winston but probably not to the public unless it's leaked somehow and that sometimes that does, does occur but you can rest assured that that they've interviewed a lot of witnesses winston was cooperative this is a forensic investigation done by lisa friel whose job it was uh, for the state of new york to prosecute sex crimes uh, and she's been hired by the league. And so, you know, this this is not something they take lightly. It's something they're very methodical about. We may never know the evidence, whether you consider this an admission of some kind of guilt. I will tell you that Winston is not expected to appeal this decision. Uh, and in fact, as I mentioned earlier, if he doesn't, you know, somehow come forward and meet the requirements, whatever they are, we can speculate on, you know, anything from, Some kind of counseling, perhaps uh, drug or alcohol counseling. We don't know, uh, and may not know. But there's going to be requirements for him to meet, or it is possible that that suspension could become four or more games. So I haven't heard that it's going to be fewer than three. I think it's going to be at least three games, and that's a significant suspension. You know, for a player who came into the league with the with the uh, sort of the polarizing. the career that he had at Florida State was not necessarily the most popular pick. I think people were probably split on whether the Bucks should have taken him and we can get into who's most responsible for that. But this is a terrible look for the Buccaneers and and for the first time, you know, Jameis Winston has not just hurt himself. Okay. He's hurt his football team and this is professional football. And you know, you're talking about a guy that the franchise has to consider investing potentially twenty million dollars into next year. Do they know he's going to be able to be on the field? These are all big questions now that the Bucks face that Winston's, Winston faces as well. And, and I think most of the focus when the news broke as I was on a runway getting ready to go from San Francisco to Hawaii that this was coming down is sort of how can the NFL do this? How can the NFL uh, get away with being, you know, the one that investigates, the one that renders a decision and a punishment uh, without due process. Well, it's very simple. They've collectively bargained this, okay? This is a power given to them from the players during the CBA, and and it is stood up in court that they have a right to punish players as they see fit. And, you know, in this instance, you know, given Winston's background, you can imagine there's a certain liability by the NFL that they feel they are about protecting their game, protecting their brand, and, and I'm not surprised. I, I have been consistent in saying all along. I thought Winston would probably get multiple games, whether they thought he was uh, guilty or innocent of exactly what she alleged that he did. We may never know, uh, but it doesn't matter because he, you know, he acted inappropriately. He bought he brought a stain to the NFL. Again, if you read the policy, almost anything that endangers somebody else that. Puts the league in a bad light, you can be suspended for The notion of this, he did not report the incident. again, believe me, you know I do have some sources on this issue, and it was not given any weight. Um, I think there's plenty of weight when you have a guy who comes to the NFL. And before he's even drafted, requests a meeting with Roger Goodell, spends five hours in the NFL office, presumably assuring the league that they will never have any problems with him off the field. And after his rookie year, consider the timeline of this, okay? He's just come through the Florida State situation, all right, with Erica Kinsman. And there was a settlement that was about or had just been signed or was around the time it was being signed in a civil litigation. wasn't charged to investigations. They didn't find reason to charge him for a crime. Um, but he did reach some sort of civil settlement and countersuit that he had put against Kidsman that was undisclosed. Okay, he's Rookie of the Year, Pepsi Rookie of the Year, voted on by the fans, throws for 4,000 yards, great season, goes to the Pro Bowl, and... A month or so later, he's at Kurt Warner's football camp in Scottsdale, Arizona, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, what do guys do after they go to football camps, a bunch of teammates, including his former teammate, Ronald Darby, now cornerback with the Eagles? You know what? Young guys like to go out. Nothing wrong with that. He's 23 years old at the time or 22. That's going to happen, but not a lot of good things happen after midnight. Uh, He orders an Uber. It's on his account. There's, again, discrepancies about who's in the car, how many people. But, you know, this is a guy who has a history of making some bad decisions coming into the league, and he's not even really just barely through his first season in the NFL and through his first civil litigation, which ended a a very ugly chapter at Florida State. And now he's put himself in a position with either the people he's with. We still don't know even by Jameis' own you know, testimony, that there was a third player or, or person, not necessarily a player, but a third person in that Uber that night in the front seat. They haven't named him. Why? I would think that, you know, that person could be somebody that would be a witness. And, you know, very possibly, if she was mistaken, the person who may have perpetrated some kind of an assault that, you know, um, that she's accusing Winston of. So we've never heard that. Uh, there's a lot of, of loose ends that the NFL through all their interviews would have gotten to the bottom of, and this is their decision. And now the Bucks and, and the players and the coaches have to live with that. Tom Jones, a columnist for the Tampa Bay Times and uh, my former radio partner, wrote a provocative column that uh, was very strong and, uh, about Winston and this incident in the Tampa Bay Times. Whether you like Tom or you agree with him or don't agree with him, uh, you know, he did not mince any words. Uh, And I thought, you know, it was. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Something that, you know, many people probably think the same thing. The gist of it was, well, you know, I'll read you his first words. Trade him, wave him, cut him, whatever. Just get rid of him. Jameis Winston should never play another game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Plain and simple, he's a bad guy, and the Bucs should have nothing to do with him. This is going to get a lot of attention, and and believe me, it it's not something the Bucs haven't considered themselves. I assure you. Now, will it happen? No. Jameis Winston is going to play this year for the Buccaneers, and they'll hope that he can come back and resurrect their season. And Ryan Fitzpatrick will have to play the first three games, assuming he stays healthy, through the preseason and whatnot. This is going to completely change how they attack preseason and, and um, you know training camp and all of those things. Ryan Griffin, who's never taken a snap in the NFL, is going to be the backup. Um, but Winston won't be there for his teammates, and that makes this different, right? This is not just affecting him. This is not just something that somebody accused him of he's now hurt his career and he's hurt his football team and what you know what jones is saying is enough already get him out of here this isn't a one-time mistake you know from a guy that's otherwise got a sterling reputation um this is just the latest you could you could say of, of bad decisions and although not all the previous ones were as bad um, you know, certainly the allegations of rape at Florida State is, is never anything um, that, that you want to have to be facing, even even though he was not criminally charged. It still makes you wonder that why does this keep happening to Jameis Winston over and over again? Why is he always seem to be in the wrong place at the wrong time? Oh, and with Ronald Darby, when somebody accuses him of sexual misconduct. I've done this a long time, okay, and I don't know, I don't know, really, maybe one or two players were ever even accused of doing something, you know, some kind of of, of conduct close to this, certainly not rape, um, that I've covered in, what, 30 years, but certainly I don't know anyone who's been accused of it twice that I have covered personally, and, you know, a lot of the things that went on at Florida State, you know, people... Uh, seem to always have an answer for him. and maybe that's the problem as tom jones writes you know the allegations of of rape well you know clearly shame on the woman you know uh, no one believes her it was consensual he said she said you know stealing crab legs at Publix. well we all got the hookup right in college athletics right shoot a bb gun well, who doesn't shoot a bb gun it's just boys being boys Uh, Yeah, sure. While you're facing these um, sexual allegation charges, standing on a table in the student union and um, yelling something vulgar, some vulgarity uh, um, involving, you know, body parts of a woman, whatnot, Eh, just suspend them first for a half and then make it a whole game against Clemson. And really, that's been it. That's that's I mean, everything he has done um, has sort of been more or less passed along and looked at and said, well, he's got some growing up to do. And I can remember the first time Winston met with us as a rookie with the Buccaneers. And he met with a bunch of writers. Um, he also talked, you know, to a larger group of the media. And what he said to everybody, publicly, privately, is, look, give me a clean slate. Judge me from here on out. My actions will speak louder than my words. Okay, okay. Three game suspension. How are those actions doing now? And what do the words mean? I mean, look, I give Jameis credit for going out there and, you know, the last I mean, remember now, this happened after his rookie season. What has he done since? I think he's tried he's a guy that's tried to turn his life around. I think he's tried. Now has he you know, is he a finished product at twenty-four years old? Look, I got a twenty-three-year-old son. Believe me, he no one's a finished product at that age. And, and that's that's sort of the journey of life, but you know he's he's a guy who's expecting his first child, a boy, uh, in and around July fourth. Um, he's going to marry his girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, soon. He has started a Dream Forever Foundation, and it seems to have taken up most of his free time with whether it's football camps or um, you know appearances to raise funds for his tech rooms, like he did at Alexander Elementary. I mean, this guy truly has. You know, try to um, do the right things in the community, and the right things off the field. It would seem because we're not with them all the time for the last you know after, since after his rookie season. But this does not this is not a good look for him. This is not a good look for the Bucks franchise, and there are a lot of people's lives and livelihoods, I should say, at stake here. Look, Derek Cutter and Jason Light begin the year in the hot seat whether Winston was quarterbacking or not. Okay. And, you know, now they've got to navigate this season without, without their star. Um, you know, again, would they have been favored in those games with him playing? Maybe not. Um, but you also have, you know, 20 coaches on the staff and their families, right, uh, who might find themselves relocated after this year because Winston did the wrong things off the field and wasn't available to his team. Now, you're going to hear a lot of talk about the Bucks in the future not not in the near future but you're gonna hear him talking about how you got to treat this like an injury Fitzpatrick played three games last year he won two of them you know that was against the Dolphins and the Jets I might remind you and those were close games that you know there were some good plays and some bad plays but there's not the Saints on the road or the Eagles at home or a Monday night game against the Pittsburgh Steelers this is a much much tougher road for the Bucks. and just think about this from a psychological standpoint This was a shoe that finally dropped, right? But it's a forced error, or an unforced error, I should say. Uh, It's one that Winston put on himself. It's not anything, it's not an injury. It's not something that was unavoidable. It was completely avoidable just by being around the right people, doing the right things, not putting yourself in these positions. Again, this is not about, uh, you know, whether... We think he's guilty, or the NFL is going to show you evidence that he did something. Um, at the end of the day, they had to make a decision based on all the interviews and all the evidence that they gathered that we'll never know or never see. And I don't expect Winston to admit guilt in this situation. I would think that you know perhaps we might hear from the attorney of the victim, John Clune, who also represented Eric and Kinsman, who might indicate. That this is proof of that, but we'll see. I mean, we don't know if, if uh, there's going to be civil litigation against Jameis or not. Uh, at the end of the day, though, this is something that puts his career in a different in a different plane. I mean, he literally has a zero tolerance right now. Any other thing he does, the NFL could potentially, as Adam Schefter reported, make make it a uh, make it a year suspension or an indefinite suspension. You know, they're not going to let these incidents mount. So Winston's going to get another chance, no matter what Tom Jones says. Um, it's, not, it's not reasonable. Um, but there are guys who have gone to bat for him and stuck their necks out, you know. And I, I kind of, you know, I can imagine how they feel now, you know, if you're Jason Light. And, and look, one thing I would disagree with Tom, he said that Jason Light is the most responsible for bringing Winston here. It's not. It's Lovey Smith. And Lovey Smith had an opportunity to to choose between Jameis or Marcus Mariota. For a lot of reasons, he liked Jameis Winston, as did a lot of people in the NFL. But the one thing you weren't gonna get with Mariota was problems off the field. You knew that there was a possibility with Winston. And almost immediately, Lovey Smith at the Combine, before he had even interviewed Jameis Winston, you know, sat down with me and Roy Cummings, the, firm, Cummings, the firmer, former um, Bucks beat writer for the Tribune, And the first thing he said is, let's talk about the elephant in the room. We don't know what Jameis Winston did. You weren't there. I wasn't there. We've looked into this. We're perfectly comfortable with drafting Jameis Winston number one. And it was stunning almost in its conclusion uh, really before the hard digging had begun. Now, I will say, you know, the one thing, you know, light with the hard knocks episode um, saying how after they drafted Jameis, you know, he had to have a moment to himself, and he was emotional and called him maybe the greatest leader he's ever been around in sports. Uh, and that includes the fact that he worked for the New England Patriots and Tom Brady, oh, by the way, was quarterback there. Uh, so all those come back to haunt you now as you kind of get a bigger picture of Jameis Winston. People have asked, well, he's going to appeal this, right? I don't think so. Uh, my information is that he won't. And why? Well, for one thing, the league can give them more than three games to appeal if they want to. Uh, again, I don't think they were um, you know, thrilled about how all this went down. He faces the possibility of them adding games. Um, but the other thing is, too, is that financially it makes more sense to take it now, uh, get it behind you, that sort of thing, and, and, and continue to move forward as he has the last couple of years with being constructive and doing, doing the right things. But I don't expect there to be an appeal. What does that say? Does that say he's guilty? Not necessarily, but this is the avenue that I expect him to go down. So, um, again, there was, a, there was a lot of information and misinformation. We still uh, don't have the NFL informing Winston of the suspension. Again, I expect that to be as early as today. But we don't know uh, all the stipulations that they may place on him, and we haven't seen a report, and we will ne- maybe never know what evidence there was or there was not but the thing to remember is that uh, this is the nfl's right as a business to an employee to take an allegation of misconduct like any employer would to investigate it as any employer would and then to render a decision in terms of punishment as any employer would especially one who has collectively bargained this right Um, so again due process does it exist not really is that unfair? Perhaps, maybe they need to address it in the next CBA. But Jameis Winston is responsible. It's not the NFL, okay? And it's and for as much as victim shaming that goes on out there, I really don't know that a twenty-four-year-old Uber driver at two two o'clock in the morning in Arizona knows who Jameis Winston is. According to her, she didn't until the players that put him in the front seat of the cat or the Uber told her who he was. So, I mean. Personal responsibility, I expect Jameis to take if and when he has a reaction to this, if well, when the actual um, he's informed of the suspension, I would expect him to have some kind of statement. Uh, I would expect him, you know, to apologize to his teammates, to his fans for letting himself down, to the Glazer family who continue as late as March to say that, you know, this guy was somebody that. I mean, high character, uh, all morals, all these things, and you know, and now they have to live with it as well in their decisions. So we'll see where this story goes forward. We're certainly going to follow it. I wanted to make sure that we weighed in on it a little bit here, even though I'm on vacation and will be so. But uh, make sure you check out TampaBay.com. Uh, we'll have the uh, the latest if and when uh, the NFL uh, gets around to actually informing Winston and his representatives of this of this suspension, and uh, there'll be many, many stories about, you know, his future, uh, which we can get into throughout the week, you know, what this means, uh, the fact that he's going into a, a year after this one where it's his final year of his contract is a $20 million, something the Bucks want to invest in a player who could potentially uh, fall into trouble off the field again. A lot of big decisions with the Bucks, but this is going to have an impact for many, many, many weeks to come, and so We'll certainly be following it. Hey, we love the fact that you guys uh, always tune into this podcast, Sports Day Tampa Bay. We'd love for you to interact with us. Uh, you can always reach us at Sports Day TV. You can reach me at NFL Stroud or email me at rstrout at tampabay.com. Please rate and review this podcast if you can. Uh, you can find it anywhere that you find your podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, or go to tampabay.com and find the latest there as well. So, from Hawaii, aloha. I am Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times for Steve Versnick. Have a great weekend, everybody.